And now, with thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue at Lone. Building or renovating? They work with you to create a bespoke lighting plan for your home. Brightideas.ie. Here today to meet the library of knowledge that is Aidan Barry. Is the guy whose battle cry is I know DIY. It can't be done is not in his vocabulary. Brian Cloonan. Oh, good man, Niall. How does he do it week after week? He's brilliant. He's absolutely Even brilliant. Even though I have to say library and Aidan <laughs> Barry, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a well, dodgy one. It man. is, it is. One. But having said that, you do it week after week. In fairness to him, I think he's terrific. Absolutely. Anyway, you're welcome, Brian. It's good Thank to you very much. Good to good see you again. Good, good to see you. Again. Great, as I always say. Great to see a friendly, smiley face that's across it, the desk. That's it, absolutely. Uh, so tell us... Um, I was going to ask you, I saw yesterday, you're the Carlo Weatherman. Yes. Um, uh, what you call him, Alan O'Reilly, isn't it? Uh, yes. He was saying with the weather forecast this weekend, because he reckons it's going to be a dry weekend, that now is the time to service your boiler. Yes. And there was some other winter thing he was going to do as well. Service the boiler was one thing anyway. Yeah. How often should you service your uh, oil? Oh, every, oil? every year. Every year. Yeah. And, and, they, and they, well, they do always test it for efficiency. Um so nine times out of ten, if you get your boiler tested, they will also run an efficiency test on it. And uh, they will then recommend if it's a very low efficiency, then it can make sense, obviously, with the cost of oil to get a new boiler. Don't know if there's grants for it or not. Probably is. But I mean, the new, the likes of the grants boiler, and you know, I'm made in the Midlands, but fantastic boilers in terms of efficiency. Right. Um, but look, it, and we're, we're all... We're all looking for ways to use to less to cut down on yeah. what you're using as well. Yeah. So, you know, you have to decide, will I get a new boiler or will I add extra insulation to the house or what will I look at? But when you mention the boiler, if your boiler is outside, always have a good inspection on it because nine times out of ten, mice come into the house through pipe work. Right. It's a hole in the wall. And in this case, it's a, I always, it's a superheated highway to the whole house. Right. Those warm pipes bring water to the whole house. And of course, that means if the mouse gets in, they can bring, they can bring mice, those holes right. can bring, and those right. pipes can bring along, along on top of the pipes, beside the pipes. So just have a good inspection. And had you any work done, particularly if you had any work done in the house right. outside, yeah. have a look and see, is everything really well sealed up? Um, clean out the gutters ideally it would have been done last week moment, yeah, yeah with the leaves falling at the moment um, maybe put in the the hairy molly the hedgehog they're all oh, the yeah. same thing these these long long brush things that go into the gutter to stop the leaves and the dirt and the debris from clogging up the gutter and making it much easier to clean you have to clean it once in a blue moon as opposed to if, if you have a lot of trees around um uh, what that's else? Po- that's probably enough because there's a match on Saturday night. Right? There, there is a match on Saturday night. And there's another night. big one on Sunday even though we're not involved. No, France, absolutely. France, it's been France great. Yeah, South I've Africa. enjoyed it. I'm a rugby fan so oh, I've yeah. really enjoyed it. It has been terrific. Hasn't uh, it? Terrific. Really yeah, and building up nicely now indeed. Yeah. Especially for retired people like you, you know, oh, that yeah. have the time to that's sit it. back and watch all the this matches. This is it. I was reminding you actually. Can well, you can you can do a dirty look. I wasn't sure if you could do a dirty look. He's such a nice guy. I didn't know if, if you could actually do a dirty look, but he can. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, because we were running over there talking to all the things about budget, I've got to take a break now. Okay, okay. quick blast of the community diary. So, if people want to send in the messages to Brian again, oh eight three thirty ten one zero three. Text to WhatsApp, and we'll uh, tear into all those questions after that. Okay, great. Thanks, Brian. Okay. Mr. Fixit on Midlands one eight three with Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue, Athlone. 
official stockists of Laura Ashley Lighting and Mirrors. See our dedicated Laura Ashley Boutique in store. Brightideas.ie now, welcome back to the programme. We're in, and in studio with me is Brian Clunan. Mr. Fixit is here. If you have any uh, questions for him, 083 30 10 103. Uh, Brian, I'll go to the actual first one on the text one there. Uh, Brian, I'm emptying pots which I had bulbs in during the summer. What use can I make of the old compost? That's from Kieran. Yeah, well, look, bulbs, I suppose, why are you emptying them is the first question. If they're bulbs that will be used next year, hmm. are you using the pots for something else? Can you bring the pots into the shed and just let them dry out a little bit and leave the bulbs in there? They don't need much moisture. They will survive. 90% of bulbs will survive the winter. Certainly if you have them in a sheltered area, they can be indoor or outdoors, but sheltered. Um, Bulbs don't need as much. So say you put in bedding flowers, they need an awful lot of food. Um, And that's why you might put in fresh compost every year. But don't forget, since the closure of Bordemona, it's harder to get good compost nowadays. Um, so can you reuse your compost? Almost certainly. Um, I would always leave the bulbs in there because you're not disturbing them. Why empty them out? Just leave the bulbs in. You can plant on top of that. What I do with mine is I put a small bit of fresh compost on the top right. and I leave all the old compost there right. and I just put a bit of plant food in with it. A bit of fish, blood and bone, chicken manure slow release fertiliser like Osmond Coat any of those things in with it but if you want to use the compost again by all means empty it all out into a pile and then come back to it next year add a little bit of plant food to it um, and and just reuse it Uh, check it for bugs snails things like that and just reuse it Okay Okay. another question how do I clean a black marble top properly without leaving streaks also a dining room table uh, not sure what timber it is, but a beautiful wood. We start maybe with the marble so top. The thing with black marble is not to not to be too aggressive with it. So marble is a polished black marble, polished, shiny finish. A lot of chemicals. People say, you know, and be very careful what you're listening to people. What they, they say, maybe use vinegar. Vinegar is an acid. Right. Vinegar is great for cleaning lots of things. But any but acid will, dust, will dull the surface of anything shiny. It's an acid. It eats into it. So just you're, you're trying to actually leave the original marble top and nothing else. No right. chemicals. You want nothing on it. And be careful, black marble, if you've lime in your water, every time you wash it, <coughs> excuse me, or wet it, you should always dry it off. Okay. Because in the same way as your shower door will get a deposit oh, of white yeah. lime on it, your marble worktop will get the very same thing. And what cleans off lime? All lime descalers are acid-based. They vary slightly in terms of how, they vary a lot right. in how acidic they are, how caustic they are. But you're trying not to use acid on right. a polished surface. So try to stop it building up in the first place. So the best thing for cleaning uh, a marble worktop or a granite worktop is a window cleaner. You know, okay. they, I don't mean the cream ones, I mean the ones that are, that they always add a bit of colour to it to make it look, but or, originally they're clear. A little squirty bottle. A little thing. squirty bottle. That's mm. the best thing to clean your, your marble worktop, your granite worktop. Okay, and yeah. what about the second one there was, not sure what temper it is, but a beautiful wood, a dining room table top. Well, I actually believe the very same thing applies, but if you want to polish it up, just use a beeswax polish. Right. And uh, I, I th- if it's if it's scratched, if it's badly marked, well then you you would use a coloured beeswax polish. So you would you would if it's a mahogany table, you get a dark beeswax polish. 
put it on lightly, very lightly, buff it up and then leave it overnight and then buff it up a second time. And that'll give a great lift to it without putting a huge deposit of anything onto it. The other thing you can use is you can use an oil, you can use a furniture oil. But again, it's about trying not to use anything too aggressive on timber like that. Speaking of scratches on wood, Brian, yes. it's just a hypothetical situation here, but what if there was you know, somebody pushing a heavy piece of furniture like a wardrobe along a floor okay. and uh, it was on a mat of some kind, it slips off the mat and it tears the wooden, you know, it just puts a streak into it. Just if that happened, I don't know if it would. Well, I suppose the question I would ask is, <laughs> have you told your wife? <laughs> Yeah, How I dark? Have. I have. You have. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> then I didn't land you. Shucks, I didn't land you in it. I was hoping I just landed you in it. Um, but a tear from a leg of a So how deep is it? Is it, if you ran your fingers over it, does it feel very rough or just slightly rough? I can see a tear in it and I can see where the wood splinter, little tiny little splinters at the top of it. Okay. And has the colour below changed dramatically? Is it a, a dark timber with a very white it was mark? An, it was an ash kind of yunkers. So it's very, fi- it's very light coloured anyway. Yeah. Well, the first thing I would always try there is just a, a, a razor blade. Right. And just see, can you shave off the slight roughness. Okay. So rather than using sandpaper, just try and razor it off, shave it off. If you had a ceramic hob scraper that uses a, a razor blade in it, right. and you could just run it lightly over. I don't know if you've ever taken out a splinter using a razor blade. Probably not. Right. But that's the same principle. You're just dragging it along and taking off the very slight surface. Now, if you need to sand it, what I would say is get some silage tape or insulation tape. What you want is a strong tape that doesn't, that the sandpaper won't go through, but doesn't leave any glue behind. Okay. And the great thing about both of those is they're both cheap chips, but very strong and will not leave any glue. And then you're just going to very, very lightly, maybe 320 grade lubricil paper or black sandpaper, either of them, a very, very fine sandpaper. And you're just taping the, the exactly what you need to do. And that way you're not marking a bigger area. Okay. Because sometimes what happens is, so what, you would tape around the scratch and just leave the scratch? It leave the scratch, exactly. Right. So when we always say this in terms of if you're trying to remove a stain or a mark, sometimes what happens is, so let's say you had, it, completely different, I know, but the very same principle applies. Let's say you had a white leather suite and some child has put right. one mark on it from a pen yeah. and you start cleaning it and now you end up with a very so you had dark blue stain yeah. now you have a very very light blue stain yeah, but it's over a wider area but it's the size of a football <laughs> okay you could barely notice the other but you can really notice this so this is the same thing you only want you have a mark you want to make sure that you keep the mark on the smallest possible area and then you may end up putting a little bit of varnish a little bit of wood dye it depends on if it was say a mahogany coloured floor and the timber was white well, then you would get a little bit of mahogany wood dye and just rub it into it and it would be almost unnoticeable. But because this is a very light colour, yeah. the same thing doesn't apply. It's all about just making it as, as unnoticeable as possible. As possible. All right, OK. I think I need a break after that. Okay. <laughs> right. I might take some notes to break. Yeah. How about that? That'd be a good idea. You can okay. listen back tonight. <laughs> OK, I will, absolutely. Midlands Today's Mr. Fix-It in association with Bright Ideas Lighting Talbot Avenue Athlone your destination for LED bulbs bespoke lighting for vaulted ceilings and kitchen lighting brightideas.ie 
Now, welcome back to the programme. Uh, Mr. Fixer Brian Clunan is here in studio with us. We have about another eight minutes, Brian. Yeah, you're able for that. You I are? can manage eight minutes. I can manage that, OK. I can do uh, a lot in eight minutes. Can you? Good man, OK. We won't go tell you gory details <laughs> just to spare the audience, if you don't mind. <laughs> anyway, um, we were talking uh, there during the break about the rugby. Yes. And one thing that came up during the rugby uh, was the fact that people who've been to Paris, they have a bug outbreak over there. Yeah. And some people are bringing them home with them in their suitcases. Yeah, we uh, it was gas. We had people in last week looking for a salute. They were travelling. But the one thing I was saying to people, when you come home, really, genuinely, if you feel you've been anywhere, that, and it's everywhere, I gather. Yeah, it's not just Paris. Is, yeah. You think this is nuts. And I was saying it to people and they were looking at me, particularly when the customer was female. But I was saying, you know, stop and just leave everything in the in the garage. Right. Just leave everything in the shed <laughs> and strip out your clothes yeah. and go straight inside and have a shower and at least you're leaving everything then outside. Okay. Uh, but if it's a problem, you're talking about treating your... It's, it's all in soft furnishings that they survive. So it's all about treating the soft furnishings. Uh, you know, if you feel you have bed bugs, you're talking about, this is the problem. You're probably using the bug bomb is the most effective way to do it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But there are sprays you can get, bed bug sprays. Um, you can, I would take every, if you, if you have them, take every sheet, every fabric that you can, uh, wash them in the, in the hottest possible wash, treat the room itself if there's lots of other sort of furnishings with the little bug bomb. So a bug bomb is a thing that you, you light and it gives out a vapour for three or four hours. And because it's a vapour, it, it does it cover everywhere. the entire room? It covers the entire room, but only one room at a time. Um, you, you always Doors closed, windows doors closed, closed windows abandon, closed, the, abandon, abandon the room. Light and leave the room. Light and leave the room and then come back after, say, four or five hours and open all the windows and let everything blow through. Um, and there is bed bug spray you can get. But when you're doing the bed, the, the bedroom, you would take the sheets off and you take the pillowcases off and you would let the bed, the bug bomb work there and then wash at the same time. So all this is about trying to do them all together at the same time. And I suppose it's trying to, re for people who have come home and, and now have this problem, you're, are you retracing your steps? Like, where did I open the case? Where did I take it's, off my jacket? Exactly. You're trying to work it. could be everywhere. It could be everywhere. This is the problem. So that's why I say, if you're, if you're going to Paris, so my, my son is going to Paris for the weekend, which is fantastic for him. Yeah. And, what a uh, game to what see. What a game to yeah. see. And uh, I'm saying to him, when you come back, <laughs> just, you know, I'll meet you in the but garage. But the problem is the car. Yeah. Like if you're traveling in your own car, you have soft furnishings in your own car. So it's it's really a matter of, no, he's not coming to us, but it's a matter of trying to make sure that you don't carry them back into the house. Gee. Yeah. Good Lord. Okay. Oh. Now, look, you know the media. You know ye types in the media. Us the, types. Yeah. Ye, ye types. Glad in the you media. included me yes, in that. Yes, Thanks, yeah. Brian. I appreciate um, that. They like to make a big deal. I'm sure it's nothing as bad as the, the media. Yeah. The media have, are, made are, have made out. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, somebody asking, are bug bombs expensive to buy? Um, a bug bomb uh, to do a room uh, for 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 bed bugs. I think they're twelve or thirteen euros. All so right, it's not the end of the world. Are there brand names or are they uh, standard enough? Things? There's a few different ones. The most popular one in Ireland would be Forte Fog. F O R T E F O G. Yeah, and you'll get them in garden centres because they're often used for. Um, for doing uh, greenhouses as well. So as well as, you know, hardware shops or wherever, you'll get them in garden centres as well. 
Okay. A uh, back to our wooden floor situation, but a slightly different thing, right? We've just changed oh, the so city. So it's not our wooden floor this time? No, it's not. Right, no, okay. it's, 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 it's a man <laughs> called Mick whose name is attached. All right, it's okay, nothing to do yeah. with me. No relation. <laughs> We've just changed the sitting room floor from carpet to wood. The wheels of the sofa uh, and armchairs are marking the wood. So they're just kind of putting uh, probably a yeah. dent into it or yeah, yeah. not scraping it. So yeah. uh, what is the solution there? Um, with the uh, got special cups, but they keep dropping, popping out. Oh yes, yeah, so they got castor cups. Yeah. So castor cups. Look, this is the problem. You're putting all your weight, the weight of the furniture, which is heavy, plus your weight. I'm not saying you're heavy, but you know yeah. the weight of a human body okay. um, on top of the couch, or two human bodies on top of the couch, and if it's putting an awful lot of pressure on the surface, and it will mark a wooden floor. So. Castor cups are things that little black, little clear or brown cups that you sit under the castor and the whole principle is it spreads the weight. There's usually a felt bottom on the plastic right. cup. So it spreads the weight and it so instead of having one little wheel, it's now over a bigger area and it has a felt bottom. So it won't mark it. The problem is they're, they're, like, they're like Will Faulkner. Okay. They're quite shallow. <laughs> so the problem is the wheel can pop out. So you have yeah. two options. One is put a little bit of double-sided tape into the caster cup right. and sit the, the or glue. All right. You know, sticks all, take seven, any sort of strong glue. And stick it in. And stick it in. But the first thing I always say is turn the turn the, the couch up on its end, on mm. its back, and have a look at the casters. You don't need casters now because it's not on carpet, so it will move on the floor more easily. So see, is it easy to take off the caster right, okay. and put on a felt pad where the caster was. All right. So now you have four or six feet okay. where the, the casters were and now by putting it's on the felt pad... It's just a piece of wood now meeting the floor. It's just a piece yeah. of wood meeting the floor and by putting on the felt pad, it will just slide along the floor and you won't have the problem anymore. Do remember, measure the caster. Is it the height of the caster? So most casters are quite small. They don't rise the, the, the couch off the floor that much. But you will be a little bit nearer to the floor. I was going to say, aren't so you? you're dipping down a little bit. You're dipping yeah. down a little bit. So if you are the type of person, and I am that person, who finds it hard because I have problem knees, who finds it hard to get up and out of a, a low couch, you will find it a little bit harder to get up out of the low couch. So factor that in as well. Is that the route you want to go? They spoke about changing carpet to wooden floor. Are you yes. a carpet or, floor, or a wooden floor man? What's your own preference? Oh, I like wooden floors now, I have to say. No, I like the soft furnishings of a carpet, but it is, I, I would go rugs on a wooden floor because you can take the rug out and give it a better cleaning than you would with a carpet. But uh, if you have a carpet, just make sure and hoover it really well on a regular basis. But I do like the, the look of a wooden floor, but they are noisy and they do reverberate sound around. Mm. So it's not just the noise of someone walking on it, it's the noise of if you're in the room and... You know, there's other noise there. It does reverberate around. But I mean, if you have, I, we don't have small kids in the house anymore. But if you have small kids in the house, you know, the noise can be can, can, can be add up, can yeah. can add up. If I always feel sorry for somebody who's doing nights and you know uh, sleeping during the day, and if there's somebody in the house in a wooden floor on yeah. a wooden floor, it can be noisy. What about it? Yeah. What about um, let's say um, with um, with. Uh, a rug, a large rug on yes. a wooden floor yeah. in terms of holding it down and so on. Are there stuff that you can get to oh, keep yeah, it fixed in an area? Yeah, so you, you don't stick the rug to the floor because if it's strong enough to keep the rug there, mm. the, the, when you want to remove it, it will mark the floor. Like, like a but grip. There's, there's yeah. a grip, exactly. There's an anti, I'll tell you what, it's exactly the same as um, 
I don't know if you're familiar with dashboard mats. So these anti-slip mats oh, that yeah. you can put in your car. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. the very same principle as that. It's a double-sided tape with an anti-slip on the bottom. So you put it in the four corners, maybe the middle. If it's very big, you might put it in the four corners and one in the middle of the two long sides. Yeah. And it just sticks on to the bottom of the rug. And now the rug won't creep at all. All right. Okay. Well, that's our last, Brian. That's Great. it. That eight minutes flew. That was, that was quick. Absolutely. Good to meet you again. And Good you, to see you. And you, Aidan. Thanks very much. I might be much. chatting to you next Wednesday as well. About wooden floor. I, All right, OK. I might be on the schedule. <laughs> I'll check the schedule. Okay. Great, great. Alrighty. I look forward to that. OK, that's our Mr Fixer, Brian Clunan. You can find him at Clunan's Hardware, William Street, Tullamore. Thanks once again, Brian. DIY Dilemmas Sorted with Mr Fixit. Thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting at Talbot Avenue at Lone. Building or renovating, we work with you to create a bespoke lighting plan for your home. Brightideas.ie 